Amen. Well, good morning. My name is Bakaya Ermla. I'm the lead and founding pastor here at Southridge. Thank you for being our guest. We're so excited to see each and every one of you. I see one of my longtime friends over here. I haven't seen him in years, so it's so good to see so many people here. If you didn't find a seat, I do apologize. There's a seat next to you. We got people standing. If you just lift up your head, your hand, head, hand, and just let them sit by you, that's all good. Because you guys look good today. Y'all know you look good? Man, who knew you could look so good? Give your neighbor a high five. High five three people around you. Just be like, you look good, man. You look good. You look good. It's okay. Be friendly. Tell them you look good. But then guess what? Look back at them and say, but I look better. But I look better. You look good, but I still look better. That's right. You do. Best looking group out of the entire day is this crowd. Just don't tell anybody else, okay? Just, just, that's just between you and I, okay? All right, cool. Hey, what's today? Easter. Easter. Does anybody else know what also is today? I heard it, I heard it, April Fools. How many of you do pranks? Did you prank anybody this morning? A few, a few, yeah, a few of you. All right, that's great. I was watching this thing on Kimmel, how he pranks some people, and his, his prank was simple. It was just this. It was just like, go up to people that are about to drink their coffee and say, I didn't do anything. Let me show you this clip. Let's play this clip. You'll enjoy this. It'll come on in just a minute. Our computer's a little bit slow, and if it doesn't, it's all good. Here they are now, paranoid Americans doing what we do best, freaking out about nothing. Hey, good morning, Taylor. Good morning. How are you today? Good, and you? By the way, I didn't do anything to the coffee. What'd you do to it? Oh, my God, what'd you do to it? (laughs) Nothing. Oh, my God, what is in it? (laughs) Nothing. Oh, my God, what is in it? Oh, my God, it's April 1st, isn't it? What'd you do to it? Oh, my God, did you put salt? In the ship. Oh, it's gross. Oh, I'll try it. Okay. You didn't do anything. Like What's going on? I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. Is this coffee? Yes. I'm gonna take a dump. April Fools! Hmm? How's your coffee? <laughs> Is it just normal? What did you do? Nothing. What did you do? Nothing. <laughs> Happy Fool's Day. What'd you do? <laughs> if there's something wrong with it, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> Happy April Fool's. Happy April Fool's. April Fools. What do you mean? I heard that. What was in it? <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. Vodka? No. Poison? April Fools Day! What's in your tea? You... I mean, coffee, tea. <laughs> what do you mean? What the f? What the f? Don't make that! April Fools. You said it too soon. 
I didn't drink it. Is it pee? Thanks, everybody. Now, we promised we didn't do anything to the coffee. That's from Starbucks if you got any, but we're not going to prank you today. We're just glad that you're here. But once again, this is a church-sponsored event. We normally meet at the Southside Community Center, but as you can see, we wouldn't have room, so we met here. And as you can see, we didn't even have room for this place. So thanks for bearing with us. I hope you still enjoy your time because we do want you to have a good time. And don't worry, you're going to get to get Easter eggs. We're going to have a great time together. But if you don't mind hanging tight for the next 20 minutes, I have a message that I know will relate. I know it'll be a help because it's the story of Jesus. Jesus, and it's a story of his crucifixion. Now, I know some people would look at something like the Bible and say, I don't know, dude. I don't know if I really believe that. And I'm asking you for just 20 minutes to just give us a chance to just listen and just say, I'm going to have an open heart because we didn't want to just invite you to an event. We want to invite you to an experience because I want you to experience something much deeper because we're not about religion around here. We're about spirituality because we believe you have a soul. We believe there's a deeper part about you. We don't believe that just going through the motions and just doing certain things by routine. We want you to encounter Jesus. We want you to counter him because that's what today is all about. And so I'm going to go and I'm going to look at a couple verses in the story. And if you didn't bring your Bible, it's okay. I'm going to throw it up on the screen. Now you got to bear with me. I talk really fast and I haven't even had coffee. This is just natural. This is just normal for me. All right. I run my RPMs run high. So if I talk fast, I apologize because I'm trying to get you out because we got the AC cranked all the way up and it ain't doing jack this morning. All right. So I'm going to hurry it up. You cool with that? Say you're cool with that. Yeah, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go get us some eggs and let's get some ham and let's go home. That's what we're about. Because some of your parents, this is like coming to Disneyland. You know, Disneyland's only for kids. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that? I mean, where else would you pay $12 for a corn dog? Come on. And it's not even gluten free. Come on, they, didn't, they, they got the gluten in there. That's going to kill us. It's going to kill my babies, all right? And uh, you go to Disneyland, and, man, it's just a nightmare. There's long lines and everything, and you're like, man, that's what today is, all right? That just means you're a good dad, you're a good mom, all right? Just take that, you're a good dad, you're a good mom or grandparent. But here, in Luke chapter 23, let me read just a few verses regarding this passage, because this passage is amazing. It's got a twist to it. And in this passage, we see Pilate called together the chief priests and the rulers and the people. And he said to them, you've brought this man. He's talking about Jesus. And you brought him as one who incites the people. And truly, I've examined him before you and have found him that he is without fault. No, neither has Herod. He sent him back. You even sent him to Herod and Herod even sent him back. I will therefore chastise him and release him. Herod was the king over Israel at that time, and he is given Jesus, and he says, Jesus without sin, he's faultless. And he tells the crowd, what do you want me to do? Because he was obligated to release somebody. So here's what the crowd does in verse 18. He says, hey, I got, let's, let's play a trick on this crowd. Let's prank this crowd. This crowd, they want to crucify Jesus, so let's give them an option. Pilate would never do such a thing, but on this day, he's feeling merciful. He's feeling generous. So he gives the crowd an option. This story has a twist to it. How many love a good twist? Movies sometimes are so routine. They're so familiar, but we love a good movie. I remember watching The Sixth Sense for the first time. And if you remember that movie, The Sixth Sense, and you found out Bruce Willis was actually a ghost? Man, some of you are like, dude, you just ruined the movie for me. I'm sorry. Welcome to Southridge. God bless you. And, uh, or, or let me go back. Let me date some of you. How, remember, how many of you remember the first Planet of the Apes? When Charlton Heston went around, he saw the Statue of Liberty. Man, that was like the scene. That was crazy. Or let's go a little bit more modern. What about Fight Club? How many remember Fight Club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that movie. And he found out it was Matt Damon. He, Brad Pitt was not even there. Not even there. Or then you've got other movies like Split. Joel, see that Split movie? That was pretty crazy. That was pretty trippy. Or what about this one? This is a new favorite of mine. Get Out. Anybody see Get Out? 
Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. That had a good twist. That had a good twist. We love a plot twist, don't we? We love a good surprise ending. You see, a twist is a surprise ending. It's something you didn't see coming. Now, some of you, you've experienced that. You were driving down the road and you got hit in a car accident. That was a twist. You didn't expect it. You didn't see it coming. Some of you were in a relationship with this girl and you thought she was your soulmate. She was everything. And then you get home and she's gone. She left a little note and she said, I'm gone. You're like, but why, babe? I'll tell you why. She's tired of paying your rent, cooking your food and doing your laundry. You don't need a girl. You need a mom. That's what you need. All right, God bless you. I just helped a lot of the ladies out here. I just helped them. You men have ticked off of me, but it's okay. You'll get over it. But the ladies, they, they know where it's at. And so you had this twist. Or maybe you were at a job, and you found your best friend. He, he, he went to the boss, and he talked bad about you. And now you're without a job. Or you thought, man, this was going to work out. It didn't. There was a twist. So we've all experienced a twist. But I want you to see in this passage, there's a twist. You say, what do you mean a twist? Because the crowd, Pilate says, hey, let's go get this worst prisoner in our jail and let's bring him out and let's put Jesus and the worst prisoner and let's let the people decide who they want. So there was a prisoner by the name of Barabbas. What was his name? Barabbas. And Barabbas is brought out and Barabbas, you need to know about Barabbas. Barabbas was a murderer, a robber, a thief, a liar, a cheat, a scoundrel, a Niner fan, a Starbucks stealer. That's what he was. All right. Just saying, just saying. All right. I know who my audience is. That's right. Go Raiders. Go Raiders. I'm just kidding. There we go. There we go. I just made some of y'all mad. Some of y'all mad. You don't even know you're at church. You're like, is this the club? Is this the club? Where am I? Where am I? Yeah, this is church. This is good. That's why you like our church. You need to come more often. And so this is Barabbas. He's a bad dude. Barabbas was a murderer. While Jesus, he was a miracle worker. Barabbas, he hurt people. Jesus, he healed people. Barabbas hated people. Jesus loved people. And here's the twist. Who do you think the crowd is going to choose? And Herod gave him this opportunity to choose. And the crowd chooses Barabbas. Wait a minute. They chose Barabbas? That makes no sense. Barabbas shouldn't get to go free. Barabbas shouldn't get to wander the streets. You wouldn't want your children around Barabbas. You wouldn't want your friends around Barabbas. This is a bad man. This is somebody you want nothing to do with. This is somebody that's nothing but trouble. But this is the person the people say, yeah, Barabbas is our friend. And you can imagine Barabbas, what he was thinking. Barabbas like, yeah, they know me. These are my people. They love me. These are my people. These are my fans. This is my squad. I got squad goals. Y'all are my squad. People didn't care about Barabbas. They didn't care. What did they want? They just wanted Jesus crucified. And here's the twist. The twist is the fact that Jesus, he went to that cross. You see, the twist is that Jesus made this trade for traitors. These men are traitors. And Jesus made the ultimate trade. He was saying, I'll give my life for their life. Any of you ever made a bad trade before? A bad trade? When I was five, I made a bad trade. You say, what do you mean you made a bad trade? I got a couple older brothers, and older brothers love to mess with younger brothers. And I had a $5 bill. And my older brother's name's Josh. He came up to me, and Josh had three $1 bills. And he said, hey, Micaiah, I'm going to trade you my three $1 bills for your $5 bill. And I'm five, I'm like... No, this is worth more. I don't know if I was that high. My voice is that high, but probably, probably. And uh, he was like, no, 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 Makai, you don't see. See, see this, that's only one. But he's like, look, look, one, two, three. Three 
is worth more than one. I was like, oh, you're right, dude. Let's trade. It was a bad trade. My own brother ripping me out of my money. I want to get my money. Let's call him. Let's call him right now. No, I'm just kidding. We won't call him right now. He's in Fresno. He's in Fresno. He's sweating out. Anybody from Fresno? I just want to see anybody. Anybody? Yeah, yeah. Fresno's horrible, isn't it? I hate that place. It's terrible. I'm glad I live in the Bay Area. It's so much better. So much better. It smells. I won't say the word that it smells like, but it's bad. It ends with it. That's what it smells like. All right. Just saying. Just saying. You're like, I'm in church. Yeah, you're in church. Welcome. Uh, We're glad that you're here. So there's this twist. You say, what's the twist? It's the twist that Jesus was willing to make a trade. I got a trade this morning. Anybody got a dollar on them? You got a dollar? Just hold up the dollar. Just hold it up. Just hold up. I got a 10. And the first person up here with a $1, I'll give you $10. First person. You got $1, I'll give you 10. You got to come up here though. You got to come up here and I'll, and I'll trade you. One for a 10. One for a 10. There we go. I met this guy. This guy's name is Joseph. There we go. Let's give Joseph a round of applause. Thank you, Joseph. That's great. Anybody else need some money? You can see how rich I am. We've been out tens and fives. What in the world? I'm broke. Y'all need to help me out. All right. Who else got a dollar? You got a dollar? You want to trade me a one for a five? Got to run up here. A one for a five. One for a five. Got to run up here. Here it comes. Here it comes. Dun, 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 dun. I got sound effects, y'all. I got them. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, right here, right here. Oh, look at this. There we go. Beach. Oh, you got to get your five. Get your five. Get your five. Bam. Can we give him a round of applause? There we go. There we go. That's awesome. So I got my ones. I got my ones. Let me ask you a question. Anybody in here, you would write me a check for $1,000 for my one? You want to trade me? Oh, you all hateful. I give you money, you ain't going to give me jack back? Wow, that's messed up. But that's normal, isn't it? You're like, I wouldn't do a bad trade. So let me ask you a question. Why did Jesus make that trade? Why do you think you're so good? Just sit in that for a moment. How good do you really think you are? You think I'm a pretty good person. And you think, man, I think people in general are pretty good. You think people in general are pretty good? Why you lock your doors at night? Oh, snap. Oh, snap. You're like, oh, I do. People aren't that good, are they? You're like, I don't even let my own family have a key to my house. My food would be gone, my TV would be gone, and my PlayStation would be gone. They would take it all. Xbox, everything, it'd be gone. I don't even trust my own family. So you know where it's at because you know you can't trust people because people are not inherently good. I got kids, y'all. I got three. I got three. My wife's scheduling this little procedure for me, and I keep trying to avoid it. I keep trying to avoid it. Y'all men know what I'm talking about, all right? And I'm like, I don't need the procedure. I I like me as I am. God wants me whole, amen, yes. That's how he wants me. That's how he created me, that's how I'm gonna stay. And so uh, she's all about this procedure. She's like, we got three, we're done, we're done. I'm the dude who loves kids. I'm the guy who, you know, normally guys, we have to give the girl like a puppy to make sure she doesn't want kids. You're like, here's a puppy, maybe that'll work. She bought me the puppy. She was like, we ain't having kids, here's your puppy. That lasted like three weeks. And I was like, but baby, I want kids, you know, and everything. And uh, she just couldn't get enough of this. What you looking at? Like, yeah, now you know why. (laughs) You know why she didn't want none. She didn't want none. She can't keep her hands off me. She's obviously not in this service, okay? I can talk like this. I can talk real big. And uh, not true, not true at all. But when it comes down to this trade, we want to make a good trade. We're not worth it. We're not great. I got three kids. I've got my oldest is eight. My youngest, my middle child is five. And my youngest is one year old. My one year old, his name is Cain. He's cute. He's just starting to walk. Here's the thing about Cain. When you start taking Cain's toys, you know what he does? He yells at you. Ah, he's got this high voice. Ah, and he starts yelling at you. But then he doesn't just do that. You know what he started doing? He started biting. He bites you. He's got two top teeth, two bottom teeth, but it's slow motion. So it's kind of cute. He's like, ah. you know, you see it coming. And you just kind of let him do it. Like, you're just like, okay, you know. But who taught him to bite and who taught him to scream? Nobody. Your parents, you feel me. 
Here's what happened. I didn't take a week off of work and say, okay, Kane. All right, daddy took a week off of work. I'm going to teach you now how to scream, how to hit, how to fight, and how to bite. All right, this is what you do. I'm going to take your toy. You bite me. Oh, you didn't bite me. No, no, no. Bite me when I take your toy. No, no, no. We didn't do that. It's in his nature. You know, it's in your nature to lie, steal. It's in your nature to do that. It's in your nature to hide things. It's in our nature to be deceitful. It's in our nature to go behind somebody's back. It's in our nature to gossip. It's just in our nature. And it's not that we need to change on the outward. It's that we need something in our heart to change. Our nature has to change. It's not enough for us to change our habits. We need to change something that's deeper. We need to change our heart. Many of you came here today because you think you need to change some habits. It's your heart that needs to change. So Jesus made this trade, and it's a trade that, guess what? You get life, he got death. You get heaven, he took your hell. That was the trade that Jesus made. Jesus made a trade because he said, I love you. And it's not that you had an intrinsic value. It was the fact that he made you valuable. That's what it was. While man was at his worst, God was at his best. While man was being selfish, God was being selfless. That's our God. That's Jesus. Jesus sent, and he came to this earth to die for you and I. Why? He paid our price. That's what he did. You see, you had a price and you couldn't pay it. So Jesus paid that price. He went to that tomb. He went to that cross for you and for me. You couldn't pay it. Not in a million years. It was not just a a price. He took your place. That's what he did. He took your place. You deserve sin. You deserve judgment. You deserve all this world could offer in, in horrible things. But Jesus said, no, I'll take it. I'll take Barabbas place. I'll take your place and 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 everybody's place. I'll give you a home in heaven. I'll make all things new. That's what Jesus did for you and for me. He said, I'll take their place, Father. Father, look at me. And that's why Jesus cried out on the cross. He said, Father, why have you forsaken me? And I know why God abandoned Jesus so that God would never have to abandon you. That's why he did it. Jesus was forsaken so you would never be forsaken. You know something about the cross? When you look at the cross, they did something. They nailed Jesus' hands and they nailed them open. Do you remember that on the cross? His hands were open. Why are his hands open and not closed? Because Jesus' hands, even in the worst moments, are still open to you. Even in your sin, even in your shame, even in your regret, even in all that you're going through. Jesus says, my hands are open to you. And you say, yeah, man, but you don't know what I did. You don't know what I've been through. I don't, but guess what? God loves you and I love you. The past can be redeemed. The slate can be wiped clean because you get three things when you get Jesus. You get forgiveness, you get a friend, and you get a future. That's what Jesus promises you. I was watching a Disney movie, the old Disney movie, Jungle Book. I know there's a new one out. It freaked my kids out. It freaked me out. I had nightmares and everything was terrible. And uh, so um, uh, we're watching the old one. I can handle the old one. I can handle that, all right? We're watching at the very end. You see Baloo, he dies. And there, there's Mowgli crying over Baloo. And then we see Bagheera, the Black Panther, come up to him and 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 not the cool marble one this is the panther in the movie just want to make sure you're all tracking with me and uh, he comes up and he says to Mowgli he says Mowgli let's go let's go he's gone leave it is nothing else we can do and then Bakira says something so profound he says for no greater love has this than a man who lays down his life for his friends that's a direct quote from John 15 13 Jesus laid down his life for you and for me. And this morning, I want to offer you a decision. Will you choose him or reject him? Because there's a lot of people, they look at Jesus as just 
It's just Jesus. And you're making the same choice that those people 2,000 years ago made. They chose Barabbas. They chose something that won't please. You've tried everything. You've tried careers. You've tried relationships. You've tried cars. You've tried making money. And it's not satisfying the deep parts of your soul. It's time to say, I'm done choosing Barabbas. I'm now going to choose Jesus. It's all about Jesus. It always has been. It always will be. He's the beginning and the end. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the everlasting, the all-consuming, the all-loving, the all-knowing God who died on a cross for you and for me and he says my arms are always open and that's what today's all about we're gonna have some fun with some easter eggs we're gonna have some fun with some easter bunnies we're gonna have some fun in some jump houses but today the biggest thing the thing i want more than anything for you is that you would know that you are right with jesus that jesus didn't die in vain he didn't pour out his blood for nothing that you were saying today jesus i'm coming to you today i'm leaving my baggage today i'm walking away from all that junk all that crap behind me and i'm choosing jesus i'm turning my back on anything else and i choose him he took my place that's the best trade the greatest trade that you and i can ever make somebody say amen this morning we serve a great god the music's going to start and i want to give you an opportunity because this morning we're going to go in just a moment but in this moment some of you are hearing about jesus love for the first time some of you are hearing about jesus love for the last time we're not promised tomorrow we're only promised today are you going to choose him today? Are you still going to choose Barabbas? Or you're saying, I choose Jesus. I'm done choosing my thing. So we want to choose him. So I'm going to ask you right now to do something you may have never done. I'm going to ask you right there in your seat to bow your head and to close your eyes right there in your seat. And I'm going to ask you a question. I know I don't know you, but if we were sitting down over coffee, this is what we'd talk about. If we were sitting down over a meal, this is what I would ask you. I would say, do you know Jesus as your Savior? And do you want to receive him? That's what I would ask you right now. Nobody's looking. It's just you and me. You say, yes, man. The skinny white dude with the white pants. Yes, I want to receive Jesus. You would say that. You say, I want to, man, I want to receive him today. Would you, nobody else looking around, would you just slip up a hand so I could see it, so I could pray for you? I see that hand. I see that hand. I see that hand. Hands up all over. Amen. Amen. That's exciting what it's all about. Here's what I want to do. We're going to put a prayer up on the screen. This prayer is going to be in English, in Spanish, and Vietnamese. Because I want you to be able to pray this prayer. It's the most life-changing, life-altering prayer. It's a prayer that'll satisfy. It's a prayer that I want you to pray this morning. Here's what we're going to do. The band and myself and everybody here, we're going to pray this prayer out loud. You pray it out loud in whatever language fits you. But let's all pray this together, can we? We're going to pray it for those coming to God for the first time and for the benefit of those coming to God after a long time. So let's pray it all together. Ready? Here we go. I'll go slow. Dear Jesus, thank you for taking my place for paying the ultimate price so that I can have forgiveness and freedom. I'm turning to you now. I am choosing you as the Lord of my life, the King of my heart, and the captain of my soul. Thank you for your love in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Did you pray that prayer? Would you slip up your hand? You'd pray that prayer? Let's celebrate with these. Let's celebrate. That's what it's all about. That's what Jesus came. It's for you. Let's celebrate. Let's sing and let's worship. We serve a risen God.